Well, we have another day under our belts with spring training, and Jordan Alvarez is the quiet leader in the clubhouse. And the uniforms, there's nothing quiet about those. They are loudly disrespectful to quality uniform, Ville, and we'll talk about that and the displeasure by the Players Union on this edition of Locked on Astros. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on X at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can we find you at? They can find me at HL Wheelhouse on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive, I'm probably not going to buy the new version of the jersey. Always Stros. Guys, thank you for making us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast and go and subscribe to us on YouTube. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up while you're watching the show live or if you're watching the playback. We do appreciate that. And we appreciate all those people that call yourselves everydayers, people that listen to the podcast or watch the podcast every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, Make every moment more. New customers join today and get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. So we're going to uh, talk a lot of, about stuff outside of Houston Astros build today. But um, I did want to bring up this Justin Verlander jersey. This is from 2017. Uh, this is a World Series jersey. And um, I like the lettering and how everything's just proportional. I like the MLB logo. I like the World Series patch, of course, of course. But everything, this looks like a professional jersey. This is by Majestic. Yes, I've worn it a little bit, so the little Majestic thing is coming off. But this is a what I would call a nice jersey. I like the way it looks. So if you're looking at what's coming out in spring training, let's hope this is not a preview for what we're going to see later. But we'll, we'll talk oh, about the cool. uniforms in a second. But this actually came out a little while before the podcast. And um, we were wondering if Martin Maldonado was the big leader last year, who's going to step up? I mean, Jose Altuve is the leader, but you kind of need multiple mm -hmm. leaders in the clubhouse. And so if Martin Maldonado was a big leader, like everybody said, Who's going to step up and is it going to be the biggest guy in the clubhouse? And I don't mean like big, big like that, but the tallest guy in the clubhouse. Right. And We're that is big Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, Jordan Alvarez last year, Eric, when I had the opportunity to to talk to him after his first rehab start in Sugarland, um, his his calming presence when he came in was noticeable. It was palatable. The just the ore that he brought with him. And I don't, and I don't use those type of words very often, but when he spoke, everybody listened. And the reason why I say that is because in the article, uh, Mauricio Dubon was quoted. He said, he's not quiet. He talks a lot, but when he says something, everybody listens. He's a leader here. 
when he talks, everybody listens and everybody looks at him from far away. It might seem that he's not vocal outside the doors, but he's vocal with us. And Espada also said he has a voice in that clubhouse and he has a lot of influence on how we go about our business. He doesn't really show he's not very outspoken out there, but when he is in the clubhouse, when he speaks, people listen. And that to me matches the character of what he showed just in those short moments that that five, 10 minute span that I had with him. He was very much in command of the room. When he answered you, he answered you. He looked you in the eyes when you asked questions. He answered you by looking you in the eyes. Can you imagine a Jordan Alvarez being serious during a key playoff, during a key series, and saying, look, guys, we just got to get down to business. Um, I absolutely love hearing this because Jordan, to me, would naturally fit into that leadership role because of his size, because of his power, and because of his prowess in Major League Baseball. Well, just remember, Jeff Bagwell, he was not always the um, most vocal guy, but people looked up to him. And so he was the guy that uh, everybody looked up to because he was around the Houston Astros for a long time. And I know Alvarez is one of those players that wants to be Houston Astro for a long time. Will be will he be here in his entire career? We don't know. But he says, obviously, I'm here to do my job, but I'm always trying to help my teammates. If they see me in a manner, that manner, obviously, I'm going to try to help them. Even if they don't see me, I'm going to try to help them. Whenever I see guys that are a little bit down, I try try to always be there for them, try to support them, and just try to help them. So basically, he is a counselor, a slugger, and also um, I'm, I think a dancer. Maybe I don't know. Well, making up something. <laughs> a dancer? No. Well, I'm making he's, up also, he's he's also a hitting coach. Um, you know, Mauricio Dubon credits him for helping him hit and right. that's just that's just who he is that is his character and to think that we got this guy from the los angeles dodgers and i want to remind them that of every day of their existence in 2017 for josh fields god he's the gift that keeps on giving and you know he very much could be in the mvp talk this year along with kyle tucker and i mean guys if bregman goes out and has a banger year he could find himself in the mvp conversation because he's been there before and so I really think the sky's the limit for Jordan Alvarez. Um, I like how a spot has talked about how um, he's going to let him play a lot more like left field. And some people mm-hmm. didn't like that. I, I love that because he hits better when he's in the field. And I think we need to take the kid gloves off this guy and let him be an athlete. Everybody acts like this guy's been injured for 10 years in a row. And oh my gosh, like he's Anthony Rendon. Okay. That dude's always injured. Jordan Alvarez, he had the knee surgery. He's young enough. He's fine. He's fine to play the field, and he'll get his rest days. But I think Jordan Alvarez is absolutely going to have his best year yet. I know Anthony Rodone is actually in the news recently. For A lot of people are questioning his um, his wanting to play baseball. Uh, he's saying oh, yeah. that, he, he's saying that uh, well, uh, baseball comes like third or fourth. It's not my primary concern, my family and uh, my faith. And after that know. massive contract, well, and I understand yeah. family and faith. I understand that, but it's a bad look coming from him because he's oft injured. He's never on the field and he signed this ridiculous contract, which he has not delivered, even yeah. what an average player would, would deliver. And uh, then you have his teammate, Mike Trout, who's basically saying, no, I don't want to be traded. I don't want to take the easy way out. I feel like the 
uh, angels are going to go out there and get one of these big name uh, uh, free agents out there. But um, I don't No, I'm not saying he's trying to call out Shohei Itani or anything like that, but no, no, basically no. He, he, he said he really likes being with the angels. And so I don't know if he's going to go anywhere else. Uh, would the angels uh, eventually trade him? Maybe. But um, so that just shows a different type of players. You have Trout that just wants to be out there, wants to play baseball. He gets hurt a lot. And then you have Anthony Rendon that is he made a couple comments. I know uh, maybe some people are taking him out of context a little bit. But um, at the same time, they're both there to try to help the Angels go to the playoffs. You yeah. know? I don't think anyone's taking Anthony Rendon out of out of context. Anthony Rendon is is saying exactly what he's thinking. He's he's not interested in playing. Let's just be honest. And I'm sorry, Mike Trout. I don't believe a word that you say that you want to stay in L.A. Mike Trout's going to be a Philadelphia Philly before it's said and done. He's going to play with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is Philly. Bryce Harper is really what has turned that city around, I think, for baseball. They've become a more positive city. I mean, think about it. Before... Harper got there. Would you ever heard Philly like after they, they booed Trey Turner? Would you ever hear them cheering Trey Turner into a hitting streak? That's because of the Bryce Harper effect. And if I'm Mike Trout, I want to get the heck out of Dodge and get to Philly because Philly's going to be hot on the trail for the next couple World Series. And Trout definitely, if he wants to smell playoff victories, he's never going to do it at Anaheim. Yeah, so that's something that you got to take in consideration. So uh, speaking of trades, uh, the Astros did get another player from mm. the Dodgers. So we'll have to talk about that in a second. Um, it's not a hitter, so it's not a it's like Jordan Alvarez's brother. Like, no, it's, remember, there's actually another Jordan Alvarez. Remember, they, they said, I, well, which Alvarez do you want? Oh, we it want wasn't the Jordan. Yeah, it wasn't Jordan Alvarez, but it was a pitcher that was a double right. pitcher for them at the time. So yeah. uh, who do we get? We'll talk about that in a second hey all this episode is brought to you by fanduel fanduel is america's number one sports book and i'm telling you today you'll want to go there why because new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar bet just go to fanduel.com slash locked on look get buckets with your first bet with fanduel because right now i mean look i'm gonna repeat it because it's so outstanding 150 bucks in bonus bets when you win any $5 bet, I said any, not just a certain one, not a certain parlay, a combination, any $5 bet. That's right. If your bet wins, bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with FanDuel, like Giannis, Jokic, um, Alpreen Shingun, LeBron James. I mean, who is your favorite? Damian Lillard. I don't know, but you can go quick bets. You can go live, same game parlays. You can go exclusive props and so much more. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Hey, guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Go and subscribe to us. Go and give us a, a big fat thumbs up. But go and check out Locked on Sports today. It has it is the first 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's available on Amazon Fire TV and as well on free fire tv channels app as well so look on locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports story of the day with local experts on uh locked on all the news you need to know so just go and check it out on fire uh tv channels now so that's pretty awesome and 
Brett, let's go ahead and talk about this former Dodger. And I actually have the picture right here. And so it's not Jordan Alvarez 2.0, but he is 6'7". Um, and he is, uh, his name is Mark Washington and, okay. uh, he's, a am uh, going to take over. Oh, I've just, I've, I've never heard of Mark Washington. I don't know who this guy is. Okay. Uh, okay. so he's I'm a 25th, okay. <laughs> yes. I'm a 25th, 25th round pick, um, out of the 2017th, uh, pick. Okay. I got it. I got, the Dodgers. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So um, he was a 25th round pick out of 2017 collegiate career played at Lehigh University. He didn't offer much promise. He has um, at his as his three years as a, at the Mountain Hawks. He saw Washington record more than 61 walks and 45 strikeouts. I guess not that impressive. But during his six minor league season with the Dodgers, he's turned himself into a dependable reliever in AAA Oklahoma City. I've actually seen him pitch a couple times, I believe, here in Sugarland. 369 ERA, 43 punches, and 30 appearances. And his strikeout rate improved as well after surrendering five gopher balls in just 33 innings of work. At AAA last season, the 27-year-old allowed six balls to leave the yard over 46 and one-thirds innings pitch. And so there you go. I mean, look, this is this is just another guy that they bring in um, to help fill some spots. And if he doesn't make the roster, which he probably won't at the beginning of the season, maybe he put up stash him in triple a sugar land. And if you need yeah. him, you bring him up, but you would have to add him to the 40 man. That means someone would have to go on the IL or something like that. So, um, you know, another serviceable arm possibly in the future, what they're trying to do is make sure they don't have any holes to fill with nobody in those holes. And so, I think yeah, that's he's, the, he's 27. I, so he's kind of a, yeah. he's kind of a old prospect. And so a lot of teams give up on players like him. Um, Cabbage was another one. So what the Astros are doing are, are taking a risk. They're taking calculated risk on some of these players and they're going to see what's, what's going to happen. So this guy could come in Houston. The Astros have um, some pretty good ability to work out with these guys. And force Whitley is also a tall pitcher. So you can imagine if Force Whitley and uh, Mark Washington work out, you're going to have two tall relievers come in out of Astros bullpen. So yeah. uh, there's no no high risk upside, and there's always injuries. You're always going to need more players. So there's no uh, there's no downfall to adding this player. Oh no, I mean there's I mean you can never have enough pitchers. You can never have too many pitchers. Yeah. Um, but you know we'll see. Um, you know, and and just kind of address some of the concerns. I was I was scrolling through the comments here and there, and look, just because we say the things that someone like a Trey Cabbage could do, how he could have a positive impact with this power bat, doesn't mean that we're buying one hundred percent that Trey Cabbage is going to turn into a legit major leaguer. I mean, up to this point, he has not gotten it done. He has not cut the mustard. But at the same time, on this show, we're going always going to opine towards how a player can help the club. And if he gives us anything, if, if these if this pitcher gives us anything in positive innings, even extends baseball games in AAA and allows your guys to get the innings of work they need rather than being overused because if they get called on and they're overused, well, uh, we need this guy from Sugarland. Oh, wait, he just pitched two of the last three days. We got to wait four days to get him up. If you got this guy in there, you have less of a chance for that to happen. And so he could help in more ways than one. It's not always at the major league level. Um, right. And so that's what that's what I want our fans and our listeners to realize. So just because we talk about someone's upside doesn't mean that we're buying in on that upside every single time. 
Yeah. And so you got to keep, take that a grain of salt. Not yeah. every prospect's going to uh, take, but what if one of these guys turn into exactly. something yeah. you can use? And so that's what you risk. And so uh, speaking of buying in Brett, um, a lot of players are not buying in on the new <laughs> uniforms. So we don't know if this is just because they're spring training uniforms or if this is just uh, what the actual oh, yeah. uniforms are going to be. But uh, I'm going to show you a couple examples of what uh, players have been putting up. So this is Gibson with, uh, I forgot what team this is. This looks like the Cardinals or um, somebody, but uh, you, can tell the, you can tell the font is a lot smaller. Um, so that's not it's a like good look. from a thrift store. <laughs> right. So here is Colome with the mm. Orioles. Uh, then you have Burns on the left side. So uh, the lettering is a lot more off. Um, we'll talk about some other differences in a second. Uh, then you have Mr. Man Otani. Mr. That, Man. Just, that just looks bad. I mean, I'm sorry. That, that just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I already hate the general, just white lettering and numbers on the Dodgers uniform. Anyways, I've never liked that personally, but it just looks bad. It, it looks like somebody's like, Oh crap, we forgot the MLB patch. So let's go ahead and throw it up there. I, I mean, I mean, these honestly look like I got it from some like pawn shop. Oh, hey, look, look, son, I got you a jersey from the pawn shop like this one. Yes. So one of these you you bought overseas, um, and one of these you got at the MLB um, stadium. So no, which one would be which? <laughs> the the one on the right looks like something you would get at Walgreens. Or like CVS, Kroger. Like, like Kroger. Yes, Kroger. At Kro no offense, Kroger, but y'all's jerseys are crappy. The one on the left, the Gilbert looks phenomenal. The Kirby looks, it looks terrible. It looks like it looks like a sublimated jersey for a softball league. What are we yeah. doing here? But the let's, let's looks the if you just look at it, uh, they've uh, reduced the like the borderline, and it just. I mean, I'm sure we'll get used to it. But the players no. hate it, and it just no. looks like maybe it's going old school. Maybe that's the look they're going for. No, they, no, they, I'm Eric. trying to look at the glass half full. Okay. This no, is okay. a half full Eric. glass of Eric. Dr. Pepper. I'm yeah, trying to look, look at it like that. Hey, okay, with the way you're talking, what else is in that Dr. Pepper, sir? Don't Nothing say it right now. Me. I'm sick. Okay, you're <laughs> sick. That's the perfect time to get some of Grandpa's cough syrup. But seriously, no, Eric, don't look. Robbie is on his way out five years from now which which is which is terrible he should be out now um but it is just like these like honestly what did i say when you and i were going pre-production i was like what's the big deal about these jerseys i hadn't really looked at them and the second you showed them to me like oh my god that's terrible i actually didn't use i used a word we, we couldn't use on here but the astros one still it doesn't look that bad because the lettering now this is computer generated like you That's said AI generated <laughs> maybe maybe they don't look that great in person but i'm telling you right now major league baseball if these jerseys don't change after the disapproval rating that they give like a 99% from mlbpa then here's the deal i think you actually you actually need to revamp this thing in major league baseball. You started this bull crap when you hired Nike to do these jerseys and you went away from the, from majestic. That is the problem. I'm sorry. Nike's all about making something at the lowest cost to get the highest profit. I get it, 
but they are not going to go for quality. And it, I mean, it's, it's BS dude. They, they probably got a guy that doesn't even play baseball designing the jerseys, you know? Okay. Here's uh, what the players are criticizing them for. They're poor fits. Okay. They have a cheap look, inconsistent quality and small lettering. Basically so. nothing about the uniform. It's basically a towel to wipe my face after I shave. And that's it. That's pathetic, man. Come on, Robbie. Good Lord. Y'all really, y'all really freaking screwed this Oakland thing up next. Oh, did you hear this? Did you hear what the Arizona Diamondbacks president said? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not done with the uniforms, but yes, we can address that in a little bit. So What's going on in the baseball world, a Cardinals player said this is uh, this is a Cardinals player. They went unnamed, uh, a named source. I love it. Unnamed. I, I think the last names look really bad, honestly. I saw somebody on Twitter say this looks like a Walmart jersey. So this is a player say this. So uh, there's some reasons why Nike said they went with this uh, reason. And there's some reason why Rob Manfred said that they went with this. Oh, what's Rob? What is, okay, can we, can we talk about that after the break? Because I really want to hear Robbie's take on this. Oh, sure. We'll talk about that in a second. But then we'll go ahead and talk about the expansion talks and then, um, uh, the country catcher. Uh, I think we all know who we're talking about. Oh, here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, all this episode is brought to you by game time. Game time is an amazing app. I've actually used it myself. I love game time. It is a phenomenal thing. And right now, if you are a first time customer, you will get $20 off when you use the code locked on. Let me tell you about game time. You don't have to worry anymore. I, I, anymore about buying your tickets in advance. You have to plan months in advance. You can get them like the same day. I've literally walked up to the stadium on my phone, pulled my phone out and have gotten tickets. Boom, going to the stadium, two clicks, and I'm there, open up the tickets. And they have last minute ticket deals, flash deals, zone deals, so much more. Views from all seats in the venue. And it's not just baseball. It's football. It's theater. It's comedy. It's concerts, whatever you want. Lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. God forbid that happens. They do have that there for you. All in pricing shows you everything you're going to pay. So you need to make sure that you go here because you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Any And game time guarantee means that you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same row and section for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Game go, go download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Uh, make sure you check out Locked On Sports today. It's the first ever twenty four seven streaming platform, and now it's on Amazon Fire TV. Uh, it, they have a Fire TV channels app. You can watch it on your TV. I know some of y'all already stream us onto your TV, so now you could possibly just see us on Amazon Fire TV. So that's pretty cool. So it's uh, twenty. It's Locked On Sports today is streaming on there twenty four seven. So go check them out. So, Brett, um, let's go ahead and continue this. I do want to go ahead and show you uh, what the Astros' current ones look like. Uh, this is uh, what Justin Verlander looks like. It looks like the coloring's off, or maybe, I don't know, the uh, maybe just the, the lighting. But it, it seems like it's a little bit off from last year. Here's um, from Valdez. But one thing that you want to notice is uh, a lot of people have been complaining about the pants. They said that pants don't fit. 
Um, like they, they won't com- uh, customize the pants. You know how some players like to wear their pants looser. Some uh, players like to wear their uh, pants like looser down at the around their shins. Some people like to wear it more up. And so they're so not. Wait, hold on. So these are like multi-million dollar athletes and they're not willing to make the pants fit the way the players want them to fit. Right. That's yeah. this. See, this is, this is ludicrous. Major league baseball, get your heads out of your proverbial rear ends. Like this, this is the same kind of bull crap that people have to deal with in Iowa where they have nine major league teams blocked from MLB.tv and they don't have a baseball team within driving distance. I mean, this is like someone in Louisiana who texts me, Hey, what service do you use? Because I'm blocked from Astros game on MLB.tv. I give them the streaming service I use. I mean, major league baseball is like a fumbling bunch of morons at the top that don't, they're like freaking blind, sloths like they don't know what they're doing it doesn't make any sense to me like like change the uniforms rob manford you couldn't leave baseball any quicker i mean to the sun for you sir to the sun all right so um jj cooper said that yes the lettering is uh, something that a lot of people are focusing on but the loss of ability to customize the pants seems to be more uh, obvious example of a product getting clearly worse I've seen no explanation given for why this was done. So basically it's a one size fit all for a bunch of, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it, a bunch of people that have been spoiled for most of their life as baseball players, because they, well, they get what they want from her Valdez last year. He got to wear whatever uh, Jersey he wanted. But, during yeah, his but, yeah, but, yeah. But Eric, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say spoiled. Well, I think with, the, I, with the, what they wore. Yes. Well, they got to pick what they wore. Yeah, the size of the no. the pants and everything. Yes, no, they, everything's right. personalized for them. Yes, yes, it is. No, okay. Unless that's you're a rookie, yes, everything is personalized for you. That that doesn't mean you're spoiled. You're a yes, million. Like you're. A, I don't have somebody go to my room. Uh, are like, you a multi-million nothing? dollar athlete? No. Okay, then you don't get that privilege. No, it's called having the privilege of being a multi-million okay. dollar athlete. Yeah, it's not being spoiled. Being spoiled is when you do that for a 12-year-old, 12U select team. That's spoiled. These guys earn it. Now, look, I got this. This is in. This is official. This is an official picture of Major League Baseball players trying on the pants before they hit the market. Oh, God. That's right, right there. Um, From the tight pants, uh, I got my tight pants on song from Jimmy Fallon and Will Ferrell. That is what the MLB pants look like on these players. So, yeah, there I go. I rest my case. But, no, Eric, they're not spoiled. They should. If I'm Framber Valdez and and I look like a – okay, like, okay, think about the sizes of players. Mookie Betts, right? Mm-hmm. Scrawny little dude. Jordan Alvarez, big dude. Jose Altuve, short dude. Araldis Chapman, un- big tall dude. Wait, wait, Adoles Garcia, roided up thighs. I mean, look, all these guys, right? Like they need different size pants. This isn't one size fits all Fabletics. I mean, are they trying to be the next Fabletics? Are they trying to be like, order your wardrobe? I just, just everything smells like it's disconnected to me. Like right. there's no communication. It's pathetic. It's the same bull crap we went through with the baseballs. Oh, by the way, we got two different baseballs. Oh, sorry. We didn't really let you know that. It's just, 
like seriously, somebody's head is up there. You know what? And and the people that make decisions, how do they keep their job? Because if I was this bad at decision making, I would you be ready? unemployed. Yeah. You ready for thoughts by Rob? Yes. I think you uh, know. Oh, Rob Manfred. Okay, my bad. Yeah. My bad. I think you know in baseball with any new initiative, there's going to be negative feedback. First and um, most important, these are Nike jerseys. We entered this partnership with Nike. Just who they are and the kind of products they produce. Everything they've done for us so far has been absolutely 100% successful across the board. The only reason... Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't interrupt the commissioner. Sorry. I thought you were done, Robbie. (laughs) These... Uh, the jerseys are different. They're designed to be performed, the performance wear, as opposed to what has been traditionally worn. So they're going to be different. Oh, God. But they're going to have to be tested more extensively than any jersey in any sport. The feedback from the All-Star game last year was uniformly positive from the players. Okay, well. I think after players, can you yeah. let the commissioners talk? No, because we, we're <laughs> almost out of time. I think after people wear them for a little bit, they're going to be real popular. Yeah. Okay, Rob, whatever. Yes. And you know what? No, that's no, dude. And no, and coleslaw is always terrible. Okay. If it's not my grandmother's coleslaw, it's terrible. No, that in, in pineapple does belong on pizza. I don't care what you say, but, but look at the end of the day, Eric, at the end of the day, this is a proverbial screw up by the league. This is something they didn't consider the players on. And no, Nike is still popular because Michael Jordan made them popular. Tiger Woods has left Nike. Okay. Nike is only popular because they still make Jordans. That's the only reason. I, I don't know. Like I go to the Nike outlet and a lot of their stuff is not great. Like I, I'll wear Nike stuff, but no, whatever. Like we enter this prestigious partnership with Nike. This isn't the late eighties and early nineties, Rob. Um, just come on, man. This is such hogwash. He's saying that because his pocketbook's affected by it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're right. I mean, and I there's just, a, there's, they've got a deal. You said it before the show. They've uh, went into a, uh, they have a contract with them. So all they can do right here. And even the players union is trying to get involved in it and saying, good. uh, we need to try to get this fixed before the regular season because the players are not happy about this. I know what all fans should, all fans should protest at least the guys in not what that are going to wear uniforms and not wear shirts to the game. All fans. Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. Not. So we're apparently not going to be uh, talking about expansion and everything. Uh, but uh, definitely uh, a lot of stuff that uh, is going on right now. Baseball is alive and a lot of free agents uh, could be um, uh, like the Yankees, the angels and the Red Sox all seem to think the top free agents are going to them. So where will they land? We don't know. I just know that the Astros are ready to compete for the World Series in 2024. And Brett and I will be here for the entire run. So make sure you go and subscribe to us. Make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. He is Brett Chancy. We are the Locked on Astros podcast. And Brett? Go Strohs. Wow. That was a lot of passion for jerseys. 111 people listening while we go out. Rob, 